Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Welcome to Eagle Nation. We're doing the show a little bit different this week due to COVID protocols and that's probably been the word of the week with the Eagles as well. So we're doing it via Zoom. It's uh, me and Dan. Um, I'm in a bunker at the moment but I'm allowed to out now so that's pretty good. Uh, Wayne's off doing a, an assignment and he might bring that to you next week on next week's show. So today it's all going to be about... Um, all the injuries, have we walked under a ladder? Have we have we seen a black cat on a Friday? Um, it's probably unprecedented, the injuries that we've had. Plus, you add on three COVID protocols. I think one guy's let out today in Liam Ryan. But we'll talk more about that in the show. But before we get on, we have to go to our sponsor. Our, and this is a good partnership that we jumped on with, guys. So... Um, we just want to let you know that, as we did last week, Manscaped have joined in with Eagle Nation. So this is brought to you by Manscaped, and they're the best in the men's below-the-waist grooming. Um, they offer precision engineering tools for your family jewels. It's simple as that, guys. Uh, they've also launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the performance package. So if you want to get these goodies, um, you just got to look at the bottom of our um, shows there'll be a link there but you just get 20% off free worldwide shipping if you insert the code eagle nation at manscape.com so um what you get in it is uh, we get a you get a weed whacker um a nose hair trimmer a crop preserver border odor and crop a crop reviver toner performance box of briefs and a travel bag to hold all your goodies and as dan will say later in the show if you want to do the job right you to get the right tools so jump on manscape there jumped on eagle nation get on there put the code in and get 20 percent off guys uh now let's get on with the show well welcome dan we're doing this by zoom because of our own covid protocols so uh it's good to have footy back the footy's on as we speak yeah, it's great. Already watched a little bit of the Melbourne and Western Bulldogs game. Just so excited it's back, you know what I mean? The off-season seemed to move reasonably quick this year. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing how quickly it comes up on us. And those, and for the trivia buffs, I think it was Ed Langdon kicked the first goal for Melbourne for the year, wasn't it? Yep, yep. So just remember that, people, if you're in any um, quiz nights or trivia nights, whatever, he's, he's a man. Well, let's get into the Eagles because... Um, yeah, it's been a pre-season from hell. Um, we're going to talk about the injuries pretty quickly. But, you know, one of the big stories is Jack Darling's back, but unfortunately done a foot problem, so we'll probably miss him for a first month. It's a relief to have him back, eh? We can get on yeah, the football. Yeah, it's great to have him back. Yeah, 100%, mate. It's great to have him back. Um, you know, I understand people feeling a little scorned just because didn't know what was happening. You know what I mean? And now we know he's got vaccinated, he's back. And we did need him, you know, especially with Australia going down. We need our young leaders, uh, sorry, our older leaders out there for the young kids. So it's great. Yeah, it's weird that um, I picked up on a few different things because Gavin Bell was on uh, Sports FM and said they'd been in dialogue with him when Simo had said they hadn't. So, And the press didn't go with it. So I thought, well, that's a bit weird. And then when... 
he didn't get put on the inactive list. I started putting two and two together, and, you know, the next few days it all proved to be what was going on or the rumours that he's back. So at least he's back, but it would have been good if he was playing, but unfortunately somebody's walked under a ladder or seen a black cat on Friday and... I don't know, we're just we're going from worse to worse with injuries. Uh, is Simo in danger, Dan, with Clarko looming for another coaching role? I know Simo's uh, Simo's got an extra year, but if we finish bottom of the ladder, to say worse comes to worse and it gets worse and worse and worse and we finish bottom of the ladder. Coaches have been moved on before. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Is should he be worried? Yeah, he should because, as you said, it's the AFL trend. But I don't like the trend. This is a guy that took a club who was not in a great position. Let's be honest, the Eagles when he took over, uh, he got us a cup grand finals. He got us that premiership. He got the best out of players like Shep was not in our best twenty-two. He he wasn't, and now he's an all Australian player, retired now, but an all Australian player. You know, Gov's another one. Was yeah, not even getting a look in yet and developed him into a four-time All-Australian player. But even Yo was a half-backman. He developed him into this great mid. So why would you not look at a coach like that? If we finish bottom of the ladder, it's like, right, push that button. We're now in a complete rebuild mode. That's where we're at now. We're even. Why wouldn't he be the man for us to rebuild? I worry about Alistair Clarkson. Everyone is always raving about Alistair Clarkson. He... He was a great coach 10 years ago. He, he hasn't done anything for five years. He would be the last coach I'd want to rebuild a club. Honestly, he five years, Hawthorne have not been in contention. Sammy Mitchell has now got that job, and they're looking at rebuilding now. You know what I mean? So he was unable to rebuild that club in five years. Why then would you give him the keys to the Eagles and expect him to be able to rebuild our side. That makes no sense to me. I put him in the Ross Lyon category where you want an established team and give it to him. A Carlton would be a great fit for him because I feel like they've already got the list and young talent already on that list yep. that can be developed in that. To start from scratch, I don't think Clarko is great for that. And he's notoriously said that there's better ways to rebuild a club than through the draft. And to me, that is grossly wrong. And I'm just a, I'm a couch expert, obviously, but I feel like all good rebuilds had to be rebuilt through the draft. And I find it ironic from him because his dynasty was rebuilt through the draft, getting Ruffhead, getting Franklin, getting Hodge, getting Jordan Lewis, getting Sam Mitchell. That was all roughly around the same time, you know what I mean, in the few years in the early 2000s, which built their dynasty was through those draft years that they drafted so well. Um, bringing in Mitchell bringing O'Meara, bringing in Wingard and overpaying for him was not a great move for a club rebuilding. So he would probably take that same philosophy to us. Sorry, it's a bit of a ramble, but there was a bit of time unpacking well, that, that question. It sort of answers my next question. Do we rebuild with players from other clubs, as Clarko probably would do, or do we go through the draft at the end of the year? Especially when you got players like Tim English, uh, Luke Jackson and a few others. Uh, that are available. I did have Brayshaw here until I heard a comment that he did on his podcast show saying he'd rather eat a pile of shit before coming to the Eagles. Well, we don't need another plotter who was growing up a Fremantle fan, so piss off, Brayshaw. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I'm very strong. As I said, I'm just a couch expert here, but I feel you've always got to do for the draft. And I find you said Brayshaw's a fair friend, so they're a great example of it. 
for years they tried to bring in plays. They brought in Hogan, you know, McCarthy, Kirsten, you know, the list went on. It was, it was huge. And then the last, you know, few years they've decided to go for the draft. Now suddenly they've got all these young kids that are quick and looking great. Um, they now look like they've got a bright future. When they were bringing in established players, they never looked like they had a great future. Now they do. So I'm always rebuilt through the draft. And I, I, I've touched on this in previous podcasts. I feel we do have that great middle-aged bracket group, you know. You've got the Callies, you've got the Riolis, you've got Yo that's older now, but you've got the Sheeds, you know. You've got these players that yeah. meet us that then if we build through a draft, they'll then be the veteran players when we're challenging again. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I, I Gash, totally, totally agree. body's held up too, so you don't know how long he'll go for being a wing and not a bash and crash style midfielder. Uh, their bodies tend to hold up a bit better. Um, but you even look at some of our youth now is getting a bit older, <laughs> the Watermans and the Allens and the Roffins and the Coles. You know, even they're getting older now. So I feel like we do have a great age bracket. If we did have to hit that rebuild button, yeah. if we did go that path, um, which – might be actually forced on us with all these injuries we've had. Um, I feel like, yep, go through the draft, blood these young kids, get these young kids in, and I think we've got a core to rebuild with youth. I can see a lot of parallels of a few years with the Eagles at the moment, um, and people are writing us off, so that's good. So people wrote us off in 2018. We said in 2018 if we debuted eight youngsters into the team, we'd be in trouble, but we won a flag. I can see us debuting easy eight players this year, just few through injuries. Um, it was good to notice that the West Coast um, put in their top up for the uh, COVID contingency plans and looks like we're going to be the first club to activate a couple of players from that. So be everyone that's on any of the Eagles pages on Facebook, Twitter and that would know that we're talking about Aaron Black, the Sandover medalist from West Perth and Stefan Gyro, the ex-Docker, which is now at CB Echo, have been caught up to training this week. So one of them is probably in with a chance of playing. And um, I'd say it'd be black, just because Connor West is out, probably out with a hamstring. Um, I don't know if you looked at the uh, list there. Dan, did you get to have a look at the list? Uh, yeah, I did. We selected four. And um, Aaron Black sounds like the one that will probably be the one that comes in. I think it does uh, rely heavily on if West's hamstring hold up and if he's, he's going to play. I, I think as soon as he does it, they'll I told today it was two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Well, then I could imagine Aaron Black being a mature age body to come in. I'll quickly go um, through who we picked up. From our waffle side, we've got Logan Young, Zane Seamich, Ambrose Ryan and Joey Deegan. Joey Deegan was in the waffle side last year, so it was Seamich. So they're the four that we can draw from our own waffle side. Uh, then we go through a couple from Perth, Braden Ainsworth, ex-Eagle, and Corey Brin. I thought that was a very interesting... Decision taken, Ainsworth, um, but it is what it is. Swan Districts, Toby Watson, ex-Fremantle player, and Sam Fisher, he was a Sandover medalist, so they've got a couple of Sandover medalists there and back up. Subiaco, Stefan Gyro, and Angus DeWar, West Perth, Aaron Black, Luke Meadows. Luke Meadows is a forward, so he's a big body play. I think he's been on St Kilda's list before, I can't remember. South Fremantle's uh, Florenka, Pearson, and Valchechen. And the one I actually wouldn't mind seeing us getting the game for us, but if it does, that means we're decimated, is a kid called Jackson Ramsey. 
um, from East Perth. He, this kid's a gun, and I'm hoping he gets picked up in the mid-season draft or next year because this guy, he's a ball magnet. He's, a, he's another Connor West, if you ask me. So if we get to see those guys, uh, it'll be interesting. So looks like it's going to come sooner or later with our injury list, Dan. Um, yeah. It's going yeah. to be interesting this week. I'll get into that in a second with the waffle. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, they've got a deal with um, up to 200 live matches free to air for Waffle this year, and that's including Colts, women's side, and the Waffle League. So I don't know if they're going to be on 7, mate, or different times of the day. I don't know, replays. But they're getting free coverage here. Oh, 72 games, not 200. 72 games to be shown on Channel 7. So that'd be good. It'll be great because that was a constant complaint you and I had last year. Yeah. Was you couldn't watch. It was only every second week you could really watch the Eagles uh, waffle side without buying a membership. But even then, I believe it's a lot easier now. There's going to be streams of it as well. So you should be able to miss out on a week of footy, which is great because it was last year. It was you could watch one week, but then the second week you weren't able to watch it unless you bought, a, which is quite expensive for West Australian. Uh, subscription. Yeah, that was um, too expensive. Which, yeah, which I hated. It was more Netflix or any of the subscription services. So I don't know why they thought they could charge so much for that one. It worked out um, to be more than the, Yeah, touching on the um, players and stuff, it doesn't surprise me with Ainsworth. In fact, I think it's a very smart move because it's a player that's played within that club, knows the procedures, knows the drills, knows what's expected. Yeah, that's a plus. So not... Yeah, so that's the bit of the plus. As I said last week, if we see too many of these plays, it's not a good sign. Um, but I'm loving coming into the season with no expectations or very low expectations that have been th- thrust upon us because of injuries. But I honestly look at it and think, I, I prefer this because you can't underperform when you're expected to not perform. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When we come into seasons, premiership favourites have to be top four. The pressure's on. See, the pressure's off right now. So I don't know why people aren't a lot more relaxed because it's out of our control. You cannot control these injuries. And the injuries are so vastly different, it's not one thing. If it was all soft tissues and all hammies, you'd be worried. You'd be like, right, they've trained too hard. The doctors have dropped the ball here, the medico. You know, you could then point fingers. But the fact they're like players falling on ankles, doing a pectoral muscle in a tackle, then a couple of hammies, one to a veteran player, you know, a couple of protocols, a couple of foot ones. They're so different that it's not a chain reaction. It's not, you know, so you can pinpoint. It is just pure rotten bad luck. It really is. Um, but looking at that list, as I said, I don't think it's all doom and gloom because in a month's time, our list should look vastly different. In a month's time, you'd be having Darling training again. You'd be having Alan training again. Yo would be close to back. Rumours are sure he could even play round one, and he played in the intermatch scrap. I think I think he will play he round one. Play. Well, why, I can't see why he wouldn't if he played in that. You know, West, you said it's too weak. West will be back. So I'm looking at this, you know, and then Kelly's obviously just pro, um, COVID protocols. So he'll be next week. So as far as I'm concerned, it looks so daunting because it's a long list and a lot of players there. But in three, four weeks, I think we will be fielding a strong side again. And yeah. it's so hard to see that now. But I believe so. I think Rioli coming back helps the loss of Crips because it's a small forward. Yeah. I think we're expecting great things from Kelly. So it sucks he's not going to be there round one, but he'll be back in round two because if it's protocols, um, you know, 
We've got Shui that will probably play this week. So you could have a midfield. Well, apparently, and, apparently sorry, Liam yeah. Ryan is free for this week now. Yeah, yeah, because I think he's came up now and done his week. So if you've got a midfield, and we won't worry about the bench and the second-rate, second-tier players, if you've got a Nick Nat Rucky, a Shuey, a Redden, a Kelly in the midfield, Young Hoff, who I would like to talk about a bit later, who are good, and Gaff on a wing, then you've got Rioli, Ryan um, up forward with Waterman, Alan Darling and Kennedy up forward. That's a potent forward line. And you've still got Barras, you've still got um, Gov down back, you know, you still got Hearn down back, maybe Edwards if they choose to go taller, you know, and then you've got Nelson and Witherden, and Witherden's a great kick. Suddenly, to me, that's fielding an actually reasonably strong side. Yeah. So things like that Tom Brown has come out and said today, us to be wooden uh, spooners. Tom Morris. I find it's almost laughable. Like um, Tom Morris it was. And as I said, it's, it's, it is daunting. You look at our injury list, it is very daunting. But it's a very staggered one. There's well, players coming back all throughout the season at different times. So who knows? Fingers crossed. If we come out the first month, two and two, that's not the end of the world when you've got players coming back. Well, if you've been hiding under a rock and you haven't seen what our list looks like, if I read this list out any other time and didn't say what it was for, you'd say that's a shit-hot team. So yeah. this is the list for the people, right? Shuey, Luke Edwards, Elliot Yo, Oscar Allen, Greg Clark, Jamie Cripps, Campbell Chester, Dom Sheed, Tom Joyce, Tom Cole, Liam Duggan, Zane True, Zach, Jack Darling, Luke Stranatigan, Tim Kelly, Liam Ryan, Rhett Bazo and there was one over there, and Alex Wibberton, suspension. That's a good starting 18 in any uh, – I'd like a team to start with that. And they're all the players our that are missing. <laughs> our, our injury list would almost beat our team on the park. <laughs> well, you said it before, <laughs> I could say it. I'd say yeah. if you probably matched them in the injury club, they'd probably come out the winners, I reckon. Uh, yeah. they, you know, got, they've got people all over the lines. Uh, look, we're talking – They've got to come up against Gold Coast, and they can't take Gold Coast um, lightly. They, they're going to be missing Jack Bowes. He's half a year. We don't know about Chol yet, Marbio Chol. He's got a hamstring, so he's a test for round one. But I'd say if he doesn't get on the plane, he doesn't play. Charlie Constable, you know, from the Cats, he's probably about five rounds away. Um, Sam Day, he's a good player. He's out. Ben King's out for the whole year, and Bodie Orland, he's a young guy in the back. So they've got a few injuries, but look at the players that will be turning up for the Suns. Talk Miller, Raul Anderson, one of your favourites, uh, Forerini, how do you say it? Forerini. Ainsworth, Ballard, Lacocious, Rankine, um, Sexton, Jared Witts, Swallow, Weller, Casbolt. It's going to be a hard team to beat, Dan. Um, and like I said, we don't know who is actually going to play at the Eagles. You, you could guess who's going to play. I'm hoping a player like uh, O'Neill and Winder, that this is their time to shine. So yeah. they, they should get played. If they're, if they're not getting – if they're getting looked over, though I've got an injury crap, They've got an injury. You say if, if Aaron Black gets picked before those two guys and they're not injured, I'd be asking the question, why aren't I getting the game? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, um, you've got to back your players in on your list. Uh, apparently, we've only got 25. We've got to name a squad of 26. So it's going to be interesting who they – I think they'll release it later today, probably no tomorrow, Thursday. 
So I guess we'll have a better better view on who's going to be playing. But, hey, um, if West Coast can beat Gold Coast this week, I think all the questions will be – it wouldn't be a good spot for Stuart G to be in if Gold Coast can't beat West Coast with the injuries. No, definitely not. Like, And Gold Coast notoriously start every season strong. Yeah, every good- season they start very strong and then they drop away really badly. Uh, King is a massive out for them. Um, I just hope being over here gives us that home ground advantage. Um, hopefully the crowd's very loud to have our team back. Um, but I'll tell you what, I'm excited for Hoff. The Hoff, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, I've just – he only played the second preseason game. But I just love so much what I saw of him. He's a very slight frame, very um, skinny guy, quite tall though. I can't remember seeing someone debut in a scratch match like that and being so excited to see them play. Um, I'm actually generally excited to see this kid. And people forget, Fife was a very similar build when he came in. Yeah. Tall and very skinny. Um, so it's like, I'll be interested And I agree with O'Neill 100%. And the great thing about the position we are in right now is they tried to get games into O'Neill, but they put him forward. And I spoke about in the last year's podcast, yeah. I hate when a player gets in form in the waffle and they bring him into the AFL side but play him out of position. And I realised they did that trying to get games into him, but now's the opposition. Uh, now's the chance where he plays in his position, which is a midfielder. So I'd love to see him get a run. I'd love to see him get games in that midfield and see what he can do. Because he, I, I reckon... and. I'll put I'll put a pizza bet on this, Waza. If he plays and plays in the mid, he'll get twenty plus disposals. I guarantee it. Well, I'm hoping he does because it's he, he's backed himself this year. Um, he said it's his year to really push it. He's getting his chance now. Well, he bloody better get his chance. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Some of these kids are going to get played in the positions that they're actually going to be playing. So um, it's going to be if for the Eagles fans out there, it's going to be different midfield. So just understand that. Um, but hey, if you watched the preseason game against Frio, they floated everyone through there. It wasn't a set, you know, except for Kelly, there wasn't really a set three or four in there all the time. So it's going to be interesting. Um, all I know is the Eagles go out there, they play with a spirit. That's what the fans are like. There's only going to be thirty thousand people there. That's a different story altogether um, when you only can have 500 other places. But hopefully that the 30,000 that go there um, are loud and get behind the Eagles because the Eagles do play better of a crowd. Um, and, yeah, if they can pull out a win here, it's going to go good for what you said earlier on when we start getting experience back. And um, it's not all doom and gloom anyway. So, we know, you know, we might unearth some players that, you know, that we know that we backed that the rest of the country have never really, you know, the people on the East Coast, oh, West Coast haven't got any depth, they haven't got any players because they don't look at us, they don't see us. West Coast Eagles fans sort of look, we, we know what's in our backyard. So there's a lot to like out there, but here's a chance and this is the time to stand up. So all I know is if I was one of those players, I'd be, I'd be going 110%. Yep, 100%. Definitely. I don't know if you read the run sheet. So before we're going to finish it, it's only a short show this week because we did half the show last week. Uh, Wayne couldn't get with us because he had a prior commitment. So 
Did you look at the run sheet for your predictions? Briefly. Nothing. So, who, who do you have as premiers, mate? You know, we all do this, we do this every year. Oh. I had I'd say Brisbane. Melbourne. Oh, I had Melbourne. Brisbane and I had Cats versus Brisbane in the grand final. Oh, I think Cats are sliders this year. All right. Um, that are your slider. My slider is the Eagles <laughs> because yeah. we've got injuries. Um, my biggest improver. Oh. I can't say they're going to be too big an improvement, but Carlton have to get in the finals, mate. If you're a Carlton fan, it's finals or bust. I know they got a new coach, but yeah, you you have to agree. Like same goes got for no As I said, they they've got the list and they've had yeah. the years. They've been bad for so long that they've just been riddled with top ten draft picks nonstop. Like. All the time. They've just got that many draft picks that long. Um, it's got to click eventually. Right. Well, with the rising star, I think I'm just going to be biased and I'm just going to steal your fun. I'm going to go Brady Hoff. <laughs> yeah, I'll go the, I'll go the Hoff one. I'll go the Hoff. Fun. I want to put some money on something on the Eagles. Um, I think I've already lost the, some money. Yeah, seriously, uh, <laughs> I'm a serious one. I'll put day cost. But, yeah, I'm excited for the Hoff for sure. <laughs> um, I'm getting reminded of left, right and centre of all these bets I made that I forgot about. and It's not looking good at the moment. But, like I said, it's only uh, March and uh, we've got six months of footy less, so anything can happen. What's the headline of the year for you, mate? Oh. Clarkson to coach again. <laughs> Mine is Eagles stun everyone and finish in the eight. <laughs> I love it. That's what I'm hoping, but we'll see what happens. Um, look, guys, um, thanks for jumping on this quick. It's only a quick episode. Um, you know where to catch us on all the uh, socials on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We've got Manscaped jumping behind us for the next few weeks uh, in a paid partnership there. So um, you'll see at the bottom of each show and all that the um, the code, which is Eagle Nation, one word, to get 20% off the Lawnmower 4.0. I got mine the other day, and you can use it for shaving your whole body, not just your balls, boys. So don't just think of it as a, a greamer for your smoothing of your balls. Um, Dan, did you get anything yet? No, but I'm waiting for my package. But, you know, let's be honest. If you are going to focus on the never regions, you know, your privates, you, you don't want to be using a shave that you use on your face on your privates, you know. <laughs> Every trade knows. Use the right tools for the right job. And that's where Manscaped really steps up to the plate. So check it out. Use Eagle Nation. Have a look at their vast products and have a look and you'll be surprised. All right, mate. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll come back together next week with Wayne and we'll do a full review of this uh, game on Sunday and a preview of the game against, uh, I think we're North Melbourne up next. So, and hopefully it's a win for the Eagles, huh? Fingers crossed, mate. All right, until then, go Eagles. Our fortress bears